Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I felt like I wanted to give you this announcement to introduce to you the lecture on how the devil fools the world. Now, this is a lengthy lecture, and it's going to come in several parts. And the reason why is because when I was putting everything together, I thought it would just be two parts. But um, each subject that I bring up goes into something else. I'm not saying that it's confusing. It's not confusing at all, but it goes into another part of how the devil fools the world. Um, How the devil fools the world is so vast that I could literally be sitting here for months explaining to you every piece of reason, every way, every um, hidden anything every hidden anything and everything of how he fools it so um this is why it took so long number one and number two it is coming to you now in several parts instead of just two so i hope that um you are able to listen to this and stay with me on it through each part because I'm finally ready to deliver this message. And if you have any questions or concerns in regards to the message, you can always upload a question on Anchor or Spotify within the lesson because there's questions and comments in that lesson if you scroll down. And um, you can also email me at cliffnote. Q, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. And I hope that this lecture edifies you. I hope that you learn something. And thank you for listening in advance. Uh, Yeah, that, like I said, it's coming in several parts. So I will continue to send this same um introduction when i send each part it will probably be four or five parts maybe four it depends because yeah when i'm talking it's not me it's the ruach giving me the message to deliver and i am very grateful and proud to deliver this message so thank you for listening hello everyone and welcome back I know um, you've probably been wondering whether I'm ever going to come back or not. But as I stated the last time, I have my voice back, praise you, hallelujah. And I'm delivering this message to you today um, so that you know. I know there was so many times, I've been saying this for months, that I would deliver this message and um, it's definitely long overdue, but I'm praying to the Most High, through Yahusha's name, that I deliver this message 
um, thoroughly so that you understand. I'm praying that the Ruach is dealing with me while I'm doing this message to you, his name, hallelujah, and that we get through this message. So um, I'm going to deliver the message, and I hope that it edifies you. Now, I want to say something before I deliver this message. Um, I've been doing a lot of research, and I mean an overabundance of research. And during that time of research, it just went more and more down the rabbit hole. Okay, it went deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole. And the deeper it gets, the more depressing it gets. And that's how it is. Not that it made me depressed, but it was so much, it became like a monster, like a mountain, when I only bought a shovel and a pail. <laughs> That's how much it was. Um, I had to be able to put it in, um, in a certain way, compartmentalize it in a certain way so that people can understand it without me just being all over the place. Now, I could have approached this in so many ways, but like I said, it turned into a mountain and I could not present a mountain to you. And then I had to break the mountain down and do all this other stuff. I'm trying to, or I tried at that time to, present something in a way that is thorough enough for you to wrap your head around, okay, without um, looking at every single aspect of life as we know it. It would have took us all somewhere else. So I thank y'all that I'm able to bring this message and I'm praying that you're able to receive this message and understand. Now, I want to say that this message has two parts. I'm only going to bring one part to you because the second part of the message is a whole, whole, um, another big mountain. It is another big mountain. And I couldn't possibly bring you both sides of this mountain and you be able to swallow it, meaning receive it in your spirit. So I'm only going to deliver one part of this message, which is going to be pretty thorough. But just remember, there's another part of the message. And um, again, I don't know when I'm going to bring that second part of the message because I haven't um, completed it. But just know that there is a second part of the message. That's number one. Number two, there's so much documentation that goes with this message that there's some things that I have to leave out, which is okay because you'll still be able to get the gist of the message without each and everything that I have to give. I'm praying, like I said, that whoever receives this message is able to take this message in their spirit and meditate on it. So with that, I will say, 
I'm bringing you the message, How the Devil Fools the World. Okay. And I'm going to be reading from a lot of information. So you're going to have to give me some, um, just be patient with me. Give me a little bit of time in between my pauses. Okay. The Devil Fools the Whole World lesson. We will discuss how the devil fools the world in the following ways. Who, what, when, where, and how. Because when I say the devil fools the whole world, and I say in every way, people still don't get the magnitude of how in every way it is, okay? Meaning they cannot wrap their heads around in every way. So without further ado, I bring you the long-awaited lecture of how the devil fools the whole world. Now, the scriptures say, there's, it's written twice in the scriptures, okay? Um, in Revelation, it says the devil fools the whole world, okay? And in Matthew 24, which I always refer people to because this is how... Um, these things are going to come about towards the end of the world because you know a whole bunch of tribulation and all that stuff supposed to come um, at the end of the world so i refer people to matthew 24 and i refer people to um, luke 21 so like i said in revelation um yahusha tells yachanan his brother that the devil's going to fool the whole world okay a lot of times people don't even, that just goes over their head. Okay, the devil's going to fool the world. He ain't fooling me. He's this, is that. I'm still driving my car and going to work and all that. Okay. Again, I bring it back to Neo and the Matrix. If, and I may be talking to some young people. And I may even be talking to some people who don't go to the movies or don't watch movies. But if you ever, ever want to know what I'm talking about, or um, rent the movie, The Matrix, the first one, only the first one, only the first one, because it goes into this spiritual psychology. And I already told you back, um, way back when, please check my um, library on the uh, platform. I already told you way back when that <clears throat> spiritual things are much more unbelievable than carnal things. Never want to know how people get their imagination. They are tapping into their spirits. Not only that, and they, a lot of times they don't know. They are being manipulated by spiritual beings. Now, I'm not going to go all into that, but just understand what I'm saying. And that's what the matrix uh, is based on. First of all, The Matrix is, was written by a melanated woman. She submitted her script. Somebody sat on it. It was a few people that sat on it. And then years later, decades later, they released it under their own name. So what they did was took her idea and her writing and tried to tweak it. They only could tweak it a little bit. So they tweaked it and it came out and it was a masterpiece written by the melanated woman. So she turned around and she sued. Now you could look that up, you could do your homework, do whatever you want. 
but the melanated woman who wrote the script, she says she based it on the scriptures. That's what she did. And the person who was supposed to be Neo was a melanated man. Okay, I ain't gonna say his name because he just slapped somebody. But anyway, <laughs> getting back to what I was saying, okay? What I said is in the um, in Revelation, in the book of Revelation, Yahusha, who they call Jesus, and I don't understand where they got that Latin word from when his Hebrew name is Yahusha, which means savior, or I am saves, I mean, excuse me, I am the savior, Yahushua, which is the same name as his father, I am Yahuwah. So again, how does the devil fool the whole world? But anyway, it says in Revelation that the, uh, the devil fools the whole world, okay? However, in Matthew 24, 24, it says, and I'm getting ready to read it. This is from the King James. Most of the stuff is from the King James and I'll let you know whether it's from another uh, book um, uh, when I get to it. So it says, Matthew 24 and 24, for there shall arise first, excuse me, false machines. Now, that word Jesus Christ, there was no Jesus and he was not a Christ. Christ is Christos. Think about the words, okay? These are Latin words. Remember, the original scriptures were broken down in different languages. Just because they was uh, broken down in different languages, does it mean that Yahusha was Christ? Does it mean that Yahusha was Jesus? No, because Jesus means something else. And Yahusha means Savior or I am the Savior. Yahusha, Yahushua. I'm not going to keep going through that. Understand that. So again, Matthew 24 and 24. For there shall arise false machines. Because Yahusha is the Mashiach. There will be false machines and false prophets. And shall show great signs and wonders. And I'm going to break it down if I read it. In so much that if if what if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Now, let me tell you what that means. Let me say it in plain language. That Yahushua, I mean, the devil's going to fool the world in every way. He's going to manipulate you. He's going to give you false doctrines. He is going to serenade you with lies. He is going to throw money in it. He's going to throw lust in it. He's going to do all of these things. And those people who are listening to him and those people who are his children are going to eat it up. And they're going to be so comfortable in their positions. Okay? They are going to be so comfortable in their privilege that that's going to be it for them. They're not going to want nothing else. They got what they got, and that's it. So they're going to be fooling the masses, and it says the whole world. Now, that's tricky, because remember, the Most High said, come out of her, come out of the world. Number one, because the world is evil. They're following the devil. And number two, the saints are to come out of the world, 
by the things, by their thoughts and their actions. That's how they come out of the world, by their thoughts and their actions. Because there's nowhere for a physical being to be except in the world. <laughs> so your thoughts and your actions must not mimic the world. So I'm going to read it again. Matthew 24 and 24. For there shall arise false machines. And that means false yahushas. Okay? Somebody going to be proclaiming themselves to be Jesus or whoever it is they call themselves. Okay? And they're going to fool a whole bunch of people because they're going to be talking nice, maybe giving money away and doing all these things. And people are going to, they're going to believe it, okay? And it's going to be false prophets too, like there was in biblical days and like there is now and in the future, and shall show great signs and wonders, and they have, in so much that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Now, why aren't they going to deceive the lack? Because the Ruach is dealing with the elect. Did you hear what I said? The Ruach is dealing with the elect. Excuse me. In the book of Enoch, at the end of the book, and I want to say is chapter 104 or 103, something like that or 114, something like that. I can't remember it off the top of my head. I'm just pulling it out, um, but it's in the hundreds. Either 104 or 114 or 103 and 113, either one of those. It says that in end times, when the heathen, I want you to remember what I already said. In the end times, when the heathen start telling the truth and bringing the truth out, the saints, are going to understand what it means and they're going to rejoice. Now, why did he say that? He said that because the devil's children and the devil's followers have been ruling the earth for hundreds of years. And I'm going to prove that in this um, lesson. Hundreds of years. And what they did when they found out the truth because the devil already knows the truth. But when his children, the flesh of the flesh found out the truth, they hid it. You know why? Because the truth does not concern them in any positive way. So they have to hide the truth. So that the saints and everybody else believe something else. They believe a lie. But in end times, truth is going to be revealed. This is why. So Enoch says, when those heathens finally reveal their truth, the children are going to know and they're going to rejoice because they're going to understand exactly what's going to happen. And even though the whole world's going to go through it, the children don't have to worry. You know why? Because they go right back where they came from. Okay? They already have a reserved seat with the most high. And what the Most High is doing is sending the Ruach out to his children and tapping them on the shoulder, waking them up, tapping them on the shoulder. Now, that does not mean you woke, quote, unquote. It means you are spiritually open because spiritual knowledge is way higher than earthly knowledge. And I already told you, earthly knowledge puffs up. Okay? 
it's a lot of stuff going on with earthly knowledge, but heavenly knowledge surpasses earthly knowledge. And this is why the children are going to rejoice because they're going to understand things that people didn't, that people, the average person don't know. And if they start telling people things that the average person don't know, the first thing the average person is going to do is say they crazy because they don't understand and they're not going to be able to receive it in their heart. Even Yahshua in the New um, Testament said, you know, you, you can't receive what I'm saying because you're not of me. He also told Nicodemus, how can I tell you earthly things and you don't, I mean, excuse me, how can I tell you heavenly things and you can't process earthly things? And you're supposed to be a Pharisee. You're supposed to be under the Levites. And we already doing lessons. So you already know that the Levites have a whole bunch of responsibility. So if they had from back then in Deuteronomy to uh, the New Testament, you see how much they messed up? Because wisdom fleed from them. Wisdom is a spirit. Wisdom is the Ruach. And wisdom left. Because the Ruach can't take it no more. But the Ruach is rocking with the very elect. Understand that. Okay? The book of Enoch says it. The New Testament says it. In Matthew 24 and 24, what I just read to you. So understand that. Okay? There are so many nuances in how the devil is fooling the world that I could spend weeks months and even years literally pointing out each and everything that the devil is behind but instead of doing that i'm going to present the bigger picture so that you will know and imagine how he does it know that your thoughts and your action can and are most likely ruled by wickedness and darkness in high and low places meaning the devils have a hand in it and this goes for everybody until they've woken up by the most high. Because the times are evil in the last days. 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 7 says, This also know that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection. Think about that. Truth breakers, vow breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of the of those, excuse me, despisers of those that are good. Okay, and that means righteous. Traitors, petty, that means haughty. High-minded, lovers of pleasures, that's the flesh, and the devil rules the flesh, more than lovers of the most high, having a form of righteousness, but denying the power thereof. What does that mean? Having a form or having an idea of the most high but denying his power. And you know his power comes with a lot. It comes with rules, regulations, and all that. People not ready or willing to follow it. So they're going to go their own way. And that's the devil. I already told you there's only two ways. You can't be in the middle. Okay, now I'm on verse five. All right, and I'm going to read it again. Having a form of righteousness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. 
Okay, and the most high gives us the way with all to turn away from this nonsense. I already read that he don't give you more than you can handle. Okay, I read this in previous lessons. Verse six, for of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins. That means more flesh. Men are leading women astray, led away with diverse lust. Remember, lust comes from negative thoughts, the battlefields in the mind, and it uses the flesh. Ever learning and never able to come into the knowledge of the truth. Ooh, I'm going to read it again. I'm going to read verse six and verse seven again. For this sort are they which creep into houses. This is wickedness of people and lead captive silly women laden with sin led away by diverse lust, ever learning, always learning about stuff, carnal knowledge, and never able to come to the knowledge of truth, of the truth. Who is the truth? Yeshua. I am the way, the truth, and life. Don't even put that the in there. I am the way, the truth, and life. So right there, they're telling you that they're not following Yahusha. Who is the Ruach? The Ruach is the one who leads you to all truth. When Yahshua ascended after he was glorified by the Most High, he told his disciples, I have to go up to the Most High. I got to leave you, but I'm going to send the comforter down here to you. And he's going to lead you to all truth. Who's the comforter? The Ruach. What is the job of the Ruach? I'm only going to name a few of those jobs. To lead you to the truth, to search the hearts of men, and to comfort you. The most, um, Yahusha, who is the most high in the flesh, said, I'm going to leave you my peace. Not like the world's peace is, but my peace, which is a spirit. Who is the peace? The Ruach. So what did I say he was? He brings peace. He comforts you, okay, and he gives you the truth, and that's what Yah is. Yah is the Father, the Word, and the truth. What is he? The Father, the Father of all spirits, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the author and the finisher. The word in the beginning was the word and the word was with the most high and the word was the most high, which is Yahshua in the flesh and the truth. Who's the truth? For knowledge. Who Yahushua sent down here when he ascended back to the father. This is what people are going against. People are not grappling with flesh and blood. They're grappling with spirits. They are grappling with wickedness in high and low places. They are grappling with things that they cannot touch. Okay? Now, I want to I wanna stop for one second and say there's a lot of noise outside. And... Sorry, I can't do anything about that. It's right in front of my front door. <laughs> and
and you know usually it's quiet but I can't control that right now because this is the most optimum time I could deliver this message but you're going to hear noises and I want to apologize for those noises because it's construction outside so if you start hearing all these noises please know it's construction and I'm hoping that it does not deter you from being in the spirit and understanding the message that I'm trying to convey to you okay all right, so we understand who the Ruach is. We understand who the Most High is. We understand who Yahshua is. And everything, because the Most High made everything, everything that was made, the Most High made, either directly and or indirectly. What does that mean? The Most High made man in his image directly. He made the spirits directly. He made all of that. He made people to have free will. Okay, so he made humans. And he allowed humans to have free will. So whatever decision that you make, he made everything, but he didn't make that directly. You made that directly, but he made you directly. So even though you made a decision, he made you, but you made the decision. So the Most High made everything directly and indirectly because he did everything before the foundation of the world. Now, I'm not trying to confuse you, but some of the things that I'm going to say is going to confuse you because you are still thinking carnally. I'm going to say this, that I can do all things by the most high who strengthens me. What did I say? I said I could do all things by the most high who strengthens me. Does that mean some things? That mean, does it mean selected things? It means all things. That means if I could dream, whatever it is I dream that I want to become, if I have focus and determination and faith, I can be that. If I have an apparatus or some kind of machine that I'm thinking of that's going to help humanity or uh, do something to either help myself or make money or whatever, and I could dream that and I could have the determination and the faith that I could do it, I'm able to do it. That's what that means. So can all things be possible if you have that determination and that faith in the ability to do that? Yes. Why is that important? Because the devil also has the faith. The devil was the first archangel. He was beautiful. He was musical. He was full of light. Now, I'm going to put a pen in there full of light right now. And that also goes to the second lesson, light versus darkness. Now, when I say light versus darkness, I mean physically light, bright, like the angels. The angels were white, bright, white. But in that time, in biblical days, in the book of Jasa, and excuse me, I'm trying to adjust my seat. In the book of Jasa and in the Bible, which does not give you the whole understanding and in the book of Enoch where Noah was born giving you information of how the angels came down there's other books too by other nations ancient books giving you information of how the de uh, the angels came down and corrupted humans or they got corrupted from human flesh because of their own decision to be lustful were the angels white as the social construct between white and black? Were they white? Yes, they was bright white. They was not human. 
at all. Now, remember, back in biblical days, humanity, the first humans, humanity, was melanated. Kissed from the sun. Everything they did was in the sun. They learned in the sun. They lived in the sun. They drank in the sun. They worked in the sun. They did everything. You cannot live in the sun in Africa, okay, where paradise was and not be melanated. Melanation protects you. Melanation um, elevates you. There's so much power in melanation. And that's the second part of this lesson. There's so much power in melanation that the original man that was here was deeply and richly melanated. Why am I saying this? And why does it make a difference? I'm saying it because the most I said that let's make man in our image. So if the image of the first man was deeply and richly melanated, who was the most high? The scriptures clearly describe what the most high looks like, even in the form of Yahshua. You couldn't have straight hair. You couldn't have uh, non-melanated skin. Everything had to be melanated. So if you had to name a color, black, 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 black. If you had to say a color. Today, color is used as a weapon. And again, how does the devil fool the world? Now, I'm not going to get into that. I just gave you a little piece of part two but I will keep going to deliver this message because how does the devil fool the world in every way possible, every way. So this is the introduction. I already, I already gave you uh, a synopsis of what it's gonna be about now. Who is the devil? Remember, I'm gonna go who, what, when, where, why, and how, just to touch the bases. Who's the devil? Now, in my platform library, my platform library is very, very important. You know why? Because I'm giving you spiritual information. I'm not talking willy-nilly, honey. When I come up to this platform, when I speak into these speakers, when I am discussing spiritual things, I am not wasting my time. I am here with the Rua. I am focused. And I'm going to deliver a message that the Ruach bequeathed to me. Okay? So I'm giving you what is given to me. I am not making this stuff up. I am coming with receipts. I am coming with spiritual understanding from the knowledge that is given to me by wisdom. Understand that. So. In my platform library, I talk about the devil a lot. Oh, a whole lot I talk about the devil. You know why? Because it's only wickedness and righteousness on this earth. People think, and this is another part of the devil. People think everything is separated and decompartmentalized. And that's not the truth. We cannot survive without one another. We cannot survive on our own. And the devil is telling us otherwise. 
The devil wants to separate you so that he can manipulate you. But that's not how the most high made it. When the most high made everything complete, okay? You are your brother's keeper. There's no such thing as you're not your brother's keeper because you and your brother are brothers. You have the connection. That's how it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be a man is by himself. That's not how it is, but that's how the devil made it. So while I continue to deliver this message, I need you to go back to the messages, the devil, the devil, the devil. And all of the things that I talked about the devil, because I did it in 2021. So I can't remember every last thing I talked about the devil. But like I said, I do talk about the devil a lot. But the reason why I do is because I need you to understand there's much more to life than just white and black. There's much more to life than just rich and poor. There's much more to life than different regions of people, different ethnicities, different this, different that, that's separating us. This is... And I'm not saying ethnicity and all these um, subcultures and all that is of the devil. It is what it is because people um, connect. They're going to connect. But who is making these social constructs to separate? That's what I'm saying. Who's doing it? Okay. So it brings me back to who is the devil? Now, the devil, which is this, this is a recap, is a spiritual being that from the beginning refused to praise human beings that were made in Yah's image. This is why he's the devil. I already told you the devil was beautiful. I already told you the devil was musical. I already told you the devil was fire of fire. I already told you the devil was the first of the archangels. I already told you all of these things in my classes. So now the devil is feeling himself. Now I want you to understand the attributes of the devil because the devil is wickedness. The devil is evil. Understand that. And I'm going to tell you what comes with evil. Now, the Most High said that the devil, who was Satanel, okay, because his name changed after he fell, that the devil was beautiful and musical, and the Most High loved him until he found iniquity in him. Now, what is this iniquity? Because we don't know what this iniquity is. Okay, the average person doesn't know what the iniquity is. The iniquity is I'm not worshiping flesh and blood. I am fire of fire. I am, I am one of the most powerful elements, and that's fire, sulfur, all of those things, fire. That's what he is. What, the, what is one of the attributes of the most high? He's the father of spirits, but he is a consuming fire. The most high is a consuming fire. And we know this because when I read Exodus, the most high brought the children of Israel out in the day by a pillar of fire, excuse me, in a, in a cloud in the day. And at night, he was a pillar of fire. So the most high is a consuming fire. So he's the, the father of the fire. And his angels, the first seven archangels, is fire, a fire. They're elements, fire. They're actually fire. So the, the archangel, the first archangel, which is Lucifer, is fire. 
okay? And the Most High said he was beautiful, he was musical and all that. He was all of that. And the Most High loved him. But as soon as um, the Most High took some other elements and made man and wanted and made it in his image, because the Most High said, um, let's make man in our, in, uh, um, in our image. So he was talking to the angels in, the Mo, in Yahusha. So he took a little bit of fire, a little bit of earth, a little bit of wind, a little bit of water, all these things and made humans of clay and matter of the earth. This is why we have a connection to the earth because we are a part of the earth. So when our soul is expired, the breath of the most high goes back that animates us. The soul, which is the consciousness between the head and the heart goes to another place and the flesh, which is of the earth, goes back to where it came from. I already discussed this in many of my lessons, and I need you to understand what it is. Now, the devil said, I'm not, um, I'm not going to worship that. Mm -mm, I'm not going to worship that because I am higher than that. I'm fire, fire, and I ain't worshiping no clay and matter. Nope, I'm not doing it. I am not going to do it. I refuse to do it and I won't do it. So right there, he did not listen to the most high. So he took his, his feelings and his thoughts and his decision to go another way, okay? I'm taking my free will and I'm going another way and I'm not listening to my father. I still love my father, but I ain't listening to him. And I ain't uh, worshiping no clay and matter. So the most high <laughs> dealt with him the way he needed to deal with him. And he was thrashed down the earth. I already read that. Yeshua said he saw the devil and one third of the angels be thrashed down the earth. That's in the New Testament. Now, then the devil's name's, name is changed and he became wickedness. Is he the ultimate wickedness? Nope. He's not the ultimate wickedness. There's, oh, a whole bunch of wickedness down here. Oh, and they collectively working on humans at all times. Okay? Another thing, two things is, number one, the devil don't want you to believe that there is a devil. Because if there ain't no devil, then you're just doing this on your own. You have no thought to even stop what's happening because you never, you don't believe that it's happening. You don't believe that it could be a devil. That's number one. Number two, you don't believe that there's wickedness. You think that the most high, oh, I could do, I could sin seven days a week, 24 hours, sorry, 12 hours a day and 12 hours at night. And the most high is going to forgive me because he is a loving God. Nope, that's another lie. Because the most high is going to give his wrath to those who don't listen. It's all weaved in through those scriptures. But the church will tell you otherwise, which is another form of wickedness and control, false doctrines. That all falls under these, um, this falseness. I don't want to sway away from the topic. I'm going to get on the topic, but I want to say this. The devil is wickedness and evil. Now, what is evil? Evil is, and I'm not defining it because I already defined it before, but I'm telling you what comes with evil, the character of evil is hard-headed. Wickedness slash evil is hard-headed. This is the stuff that it does. 
is self-righteous, is rebellious, is haughty, is conceited, is selfish, and it also promotes other spirits like fear, okay? How can you combat this? By leaning to righteousness. Who is righteousness? Yahusha, who is righteousness? The most high. How do we achieve righteousness? How do we achieve um, being quote unquote good? How do we follow the most high? You know how to follow the most high. Following his laws, precepts, statutes, and commands. Because the whole world is wicked, he wrote those commands for you to follow for those who sin. What is sin? Transgression of the law. That's why he made the laws, the statutes, precepts, and commands. Now, the average person, except for Yasharel, the average human being, except for Yasharel, because the Yasharel was given these laws many moons ago, the average person, especially church person, say that they don't have to listen to the laws. So if you're not listening to the laws, that means you're following wickedness. And what is wickedness? It's hard-headed, it's self-righteous, it's privileged, it's rebellious, it's haughty, it's conceited, it's selfish, it promotes other spirits, wicked spirits, like fear, hatred, all kinds of stuff. That's what it does, okay? And that's who the devil is, because there is no middle. It's only the most high and wickedness. Now, wickedness falls under the whole umbrella of the devil and principalities and powers and rulers of darkness on this earth. And it lives in the skies, it lives on the earth, and it lives under the earth. Understand that. And if you want to know more about that, then go to my lesson on the platform, The Devil, The Devil, The Devil. Go. So now I give you an introduction of who it is, and I will recap. The devil is a spiritual being that from the beginning refused to praise human beings that were made in Yah's image, okay? The devil said he would not praise flesh and blood and made it his mission to destroy man. He said he will not um, praise or worship clay and matter, and that's what we are. And that's who the devil is. That's a little piece. Now I'm going to read some scriptures. The book of Bartholomew, and I need you to understand this. The book of Bartholomew 25 um, says, and it's also 28 and 29. Now the devil goes by a lot of names and I already told you it's wickedness. So mammon is wickedness. Belia is wickedness and devils. So I'm going to use those inter interchangeably. So understand it all means wickedness. The devil, wickedness. It's all wickedness, okay? Principalities, powers, and rulers, wickedness. It's all wickedness. It's only righteousness and wickedness. And this is how we fool because everybody's blinded by black and white. Who's better? Who's worse? Who's this? Who's that? Who's good? Who's bad? There's no such thing as good and bad. And if you don't believe me, go to the book of Philip and the book of Thomas, okay? I did not make these things up. Understand that. There's only wickedness and righteousness. That's it. Anyway, I already told you it's mammon. I already told you it's Belia. I already told you it's the devil. 
I already told you. So understand that. Okay. So the book of Bartholomew says, and I'm going to give you a little synopsis. This is when Yahshua, before he ascended, he came and he visited the, um, the apostles and he gave them spiritual information, spiritual knowledge before he left in the form of mysteries. Why is it mysteries? And there's a lot of books of mysteries. And a lot of times people, when they hear the book of mysteries and what they call it is, um, what do they call it? They call it gnosis. That's what they call it. And I already told you, when the Ruach gives you information, what does he give you the information in? The form of epinosis. What's epinosis? Higher wisdom and understanding. That's what it is. And it's called a mystery. Now, do I have books of mysteries? Yes, I do. Would I deliver those books of mysteries? Maybe, maybe not. But since we are, we, as in you, are baby babies walking in the spirit you're not gonna be able to understand it so i'm not going to give you the full understanding and the full teaching of it but i will throw in scriptures from time to time now whether you're going to receive it or not i don't know but i will throw it out there for you which i'm going to do right now so like i said yeshua before he ascended he was already crucified he came back that third day and he walked, oh, he went down in um, hell, which is Sheol. He went to go get Adam and all the forefathers to bring them back where they needed to go. Then he came back on earth, gave the mysteries to the apostles, told the apostles, you're going to be the ones. I'm bequeathing you to, um, to be able to spread the good news, which is the Sifa, spread the news to everybody that Yeshua came back to life he ascended but he's coming back the good news is he's coming to get his people that's what the good news is now he gave information as far as spiritual understanding to the apostles and a lot of times they did not understand it now they wrote it down but they didn't understand it and when the ruach started dealing with them that's when they started understanding it now in the new testament a lot of times it said let he who has the ear hear what the ruach is saying if you understand what the Ruach is saying, that means he gave you gnosis, spiritual knowledge. What does gnosis mean? Gnosis in Greek means knowledge. Spiritual knowledge. Will people kill for knowledge? Yes, they will. Because if you know more than other people, you could control them. What did Adam um, believe he needed by the devil? Knowledge. The tree of knowledge. Why did he believe he needed that? Because the devil manipulated him, him into needing it. He didn't need it. He was complete and the most high was his lot. Meaning the most high was his inheritance. The most high, um, that was the, uh, the most high um, made the first man in his image. Did he need anything else? No. But what did the devil do? Because I'm not glorifying no claim matter. I'm getting ready to trick him into thinking that he needs knowledge when he didn't need knowledge because he had the most high. The most high gave him everything. So what did Adam do? Adam gave his power away for a piece of earthly knowledge. 
and the devil been doing the same thing ever since. So those people on earth who have knowledge of things, I already told you in the book of Enoch, when they stop hiding the knowledge and the truth, then those children are going to get it and they're going to rejoice. It's going to be in them and they're going to know what's going to happen towards the end days. That's gnosis, not regular knowledge, because regular knowledge puffs up. Did it say that the children going to get knowledge and start shooting everybody and killing everybody because they just children? No. It's going to give them patience. It's going to give them long suffering, which means long-term patience and understanding for the most high to come and get them. To, for, them to, for this world to be over, to come and get them. I already told you, you are the light. You are a light, one of the lights. You are a light that's in a physical piece of flesh. Understand it, okay? You ain't no human being. You ain't no, even though you are technically a human being, you're flesh. You're not your flesh. You're not flesh. You are the being inside the flesh. Now, I don't want to keep talking because I'm going to confuse you and get off track. So the book of Bartholomew is uh, the Yahusha, before he ascended, he's given them spiritual understanding. So Bartholomew is asking a bunch of questions. How did this happen, Mosiah? How that, how this, how that? And they see Yahusha, how he really is. No fleshly being, because if you notice in the New Testament, there's interchangeable words that says that Yahshua is the son of man. Then it says he's the son of the most high. He was two beings. The truth is he's the son of the most high, which is the most high in the flesh. But the son of man is he came from the line of Yahuda, which they call Judah. But you know, Judah wasn't no Judah because Jays wasn't a thing 500 years ago. So I need you to rock with me and understand what I'm saying. Okay. So like I said, Bartholomew is asking Yahusha, who is the most high in the flesh. Now they see something else. They don't see the man who was crucified. They see somebody else and they're afraid. But Yahusha tells them, don't be afraid. And now that I have shed this earthly coat by humans killing their flesh, you can't touch me, but I can answer any question you want before I ascend. And he spent time with the apostles before he ascended. So whatever question they had, heavenly question, earthly question, any question, he answered the question. And that's what Gnosis is about. That's the mysteries. So I'm getting ready to give you some information what Yahusha told Bartholomew. And this is information that's important and it has to do with the devil, okay? Okay, let me take a break from water. I don't want this lesson to be too long, but it is going to be long. And I may just um, cut it up in parts. I'm still going to be reading it, but I'm going to cut it up in parts because I don't want it to be so long. So the book of Bartholomew 25, also 28 and 29, it says, And Belia, evil wickedness, answered Bartholomew and said, because Bartholomew said, well, what about the devil? What's going to happen to the devil? Oh, I want to ask some questions from the devil. Why is he doing the things he do? This, that, yeah, I want to see the devil. I want to see the abyss. I want to do this. I want to do that. And Yeshua showed everything. Everything they wanted. 
they, he showed them the abyss. That's where the, um, that's where a lot of the damned are going. He brought the devil up and the devil started to answer questions, questions from Bartholomew, okay? The devil was answering questions from Bartholomew why Yahusha was right there. So it's nothing that the devil could do but answer them questions. So this is the question and answer from Bartholomew. And it says, and Belial, who was wickedness, the devil, answered Bartholomew and said, if you will know my name, at first I was called Satan El. Now I already told you that the Most High's children and his creation had his name in it, okay? Yah or El. So originally, Satan was Satan El, okay? Which is interpreted the messenger of Yah. But when I rejected the image of Yah, which is man, my name was changed to satanic. That is angel that keeps hell, shield. Verse 28, for indeed I was formed the first angel. For when Yah made the heavens, he took a handful of fire and formed me first, Michael second, and so on. So that we also were created by the will of the son, and the consent of the father. Did you hear what he said? He was made by the will of Yahusha with the consent of the most high. That's how the devil was made. But he was Sataniel, the beautiful archangel, the angelic archangel, the musical archangel, okay? The light bright archangel of the most high. Okay, now I'm going to read, he's telling you who he is. Now I'm going to read um, verses 54 to 55. And when I came from the end of the earth, this is still the devil talking. When I came from the end of the earth, Michael, who's the second one that was made by the Most High, said, worship the image of Yah, meaning man, Adam which he made according to his likeness. Now I want you to remember that because the most high made Adam according to his likeness. Who's the original man, a melanated man? Do we know, how do we know that? How do we know that to be true? Because every description in the scriptures, in all the scriptures that uh, describe the most high is woolly hair, dark, um, dark, I can't say complexion because the Most High doesn't have a complexion, but it describes stones that's dark. Remember, the Most High is fire. So it describes stones that are dark stones. So is the Most High alabaster? Does it ever say alabaster in there? No. Why is that important? Because you have to understand melanation and non-melanation. There's no such thing as black and white. That's a social construct by non-melanated people. Now I move on. But I said, I am fire of fire. This is still the devil talking. I was the first angel formed. And shall I worship clay and matter? Verse 55. And Michael said to me, the devil's still talking. Worship lest Yah be angry with you. 
But I said to him, this is the devil using his free will not to worship human beings. Do angels have free will? Yes, they do, just like humans. They was created first, humans was created second. That verse that says, um, the first shall be last and the last shall be first, that is a double meaning. First meaning is the angels gonna be last and humans is gonna be first simply because the, the angels transgress first. They made man transgress. So when the second part comes, when Yahushua sets his foot down here and all hell breaks loose, literally, and he judges the world, humans is gonna be judging angels. So the first shall be last and the last shall be first. Who was created first? The angels. Who was created last? Humans. What did the angels do? Trick humans. Who is the first archangel? The devil. Okay, I'm not gonna go somewhere else. I'm just telling you what it is. Now, this is the devil still talking. He's saying he's not going to worship them. So he used his free will not to worship humans. Now he's saying, excuse me. He's saying, y'all will not be angry at me, but I will set my throne over against his throne and I will be as he is. Then was the most high angry with me, this is the devil still explaining, excuse me, to Bartholomew and cast me down to the earth, having commanded the windows of heaven to be opened. And when I was cast down to the earth, he asked also the 600 that were under me, there was other angels that was under the devil because the devil was the archangel. He was like the military sergeant or captain, colonel, whoever the top head was, he was. And there was people, there was uh, angels under him. Not only did the most high cast him down, the most high casted those troops that was under him down. Okay, I already told you what's down here. Go to the devil, the devil, the devil. I'm not gonna go back into it. I'm gonna keep reading. Okay, I'm gonna go back to 56. And when I was cast down, he asked also the 600 that were under me to worship um, the um, Michael X. You're gonna worship humans. They said, nope, if they will worship, but the 600 said, like as we seen the first angel do, which is uh, Satanial, neither will we worship him that is less than ourselves. Did you hear what the angel said? Those angels that chose not to worship man. They said, we ain't worshiping man. Our military colonel ain't worshiping man. So we gonna rock with the colonel and we ain't worshiping man. So the most high thrashed all them down. Okay, so the, um, the 600 along with one third of the multitude of angels was cast down to the earth. Okay, understand that. And I'm gonna wrap it up again right after I finish reading this. Then were the 600 also cast down by him with me. So what did, what did the devil tell uh, Bartholomew? The devil told Bartholomew that we was all up in heaven. It was all of us. The most high made all of us. I was the first archangel. Then all the rest of the angels came, but Michael was second, which is um, important to know because Michael and the devil and the rest of the archangels was fighting. 
okay? Um, Santan Niel was first. Mike L, E L, supposed to be Mike E L, was second, and so on. They asked um, Satan E L, is he going to worship clay and matter, which was in the form in the image of Yah. Now, this is not to say that the Most High is clay and matter. Remember, he is the potter, we are the clay. So we made in a clay and matter image of the Most High. Now, what color is clay? I'm gonna keep throwing these things at you because you must understand. Clay is not white. Clay is richly brown in minerals. That's what real clay is. Not the made clay, not the bleached clay, none of that. Original clay with all the minerals and everything from the earth is dark, rich soil. Okay? Understand that. I'm going to keep saying it because part two has everything to do with melanation. So I'm going to keep saying it. So understand what the devil said. The devil said he was here. The archangels was here first. And then all the multitudes of angels, they was made first. Then the most high said, let's make man in our image. Actually, he said, let's make it in my image. Well, I say all because there are angels that's light and bright. And then there's angels that's not light and bright. Yep, different types. So um, Satan just happened to be light and bright. There was the angels that came down that was as the watchers, they was light and bright. And they mixed with humans and they spawned abomination. But we ain't gonna go there. I'm just telling you what the devil told Bartholomew. He said, we was all up there doing whatever we was doing. Then the most high made a man in his image and he wanted the angels to uh, worship man. Meaning, protect them, love them, watch over them. The devil was like, nah, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing none of that. He's the colonel of all the angels. So 600 of them that was under him said, oh, well, we rocking with the devil. We ain't going to do it because we fire. Now, I already told you before, and I'm going to redo that lesson because I took the lesson off the platform talking about the spiritual realm about each angel and what they consist of. Oh, there's many angels. There's angels that's even elements. I mean, you think that they're elements, a lot of them like wind, fire and all that. No, they spirits. It says it in the scriptures. I'm gonna do that lesson again. But you, you can't access that lesson right now, but I will do it again because you need to understand that. But anyway, the devil was going to all those angels and there's all kinds of stuff. And the, the devil also talks about the elements that are actually angels. He talks about that in the book of Bartholomew. But I didn't get to that because like I said, I'm trying to make this as specific as possible and not so vague because the devil fools the world in every possible way. So the devil's telling Bartholomew, it was all of us and then y'all came. No, I don't like y'all. No, I never worshiped you and the most high through me, 600 of the ones directly under me and one third of the multitude of angels down with me. Yeah, I already told you there's wickedness in the skies, there's wickedness on earth, there's wickedness under the earth. I already told you this, okay? So I'm trying to give you the introduction of who the devil is. And as you can see, it's taken out. This is why it took me a long time, but I'm gonna keep moving. So. As you have heard, the devil then said that he would put his throne up against 
the most high. And then the most high threshed him down to earth. And Luke 10, 17 and 18 says in the King James, and the 70 returned again with joy saying, Yahusha, even the devils are subject unto us through your name. And Yahusha said to them, I beheld Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Okay. That's Luke 10, 17 and 18. The devil was one of the seven archangels. He was number one. I already said it. He was beautiful. He was musical. He initially pleased the most high, but the most high said there was iniquity found in him. And the iniquity was the free will that I am not worshiping man that's created in your image. So if you ain't worshiping man that's created in the most high's image, that means you ain't worshiping most high. Because man is of most high's image. Now I want you to understand what he's saying. Man. Who's man? He was made up of clay and matter. What color is the clay? What color is natural clay with minerals and everything that and elements that's in it? Dark and rich. Melanin. Melanin. Moving on. Ezekiel 28, and this is a major prophet. Ezekiel 28, 14 through 17 in the King James says. This is what Yahusha is telling the prophet Ezekiel. Now, there's many things in Ezekiel that did not come true. I already said before, and I continue to say when I do my lessons on the Sabbath, there's a lot of prophetic writing, even in the book of the, of the Bible, a lot of prophetic word that has not come to fruition yet. Some of it has, but a lot of it hasn't. And in the last days, it will. So some of this in Ezekiel has come true. And this part has. So it's Ezekiel 28, 14 through 17. This is what Yahusha is telling Ezekiel. Now, remember, the prophets here directly from the Most High. Thou art the anointed cherub. I'm going to break it down in a minute. That covet. And I have set, excuse me, and I have set thee so. There has upon the holy mountain of the most high. There has walked up and down the midst of the stones of fire. Thou was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created. Till iniquity was found in thee. By the multitude of thy merchandise. They have filled the midst of thee with violence, and thou hast sinned. Therefore, I will cast thee as profane out of the mountain of the Most High, and I will destroy thee, O covering cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire. Thine heart was lifted up because of thy beauty. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom. By reason of thy brightness, I will cast you down to the ground. I will lay you before kings that they may behold you. Now, 
Everything that the Most High told Ezekiel already came true except the last part. A piece of the part came true in Bartholomew, but every part that the Most High told Ezekiel came true. Now, what the Most High just said in regular language is that I created the devil. I created Santaniel before I changed his name. And name change is very important. And that's another way the devil fools the world by changing your name. Because the children of Israel's name was um, of the most high. Okay? If the people who are called by my name turn from their wicked ways and repent, I will hear from them and hear their land, heal their land. That's what the most high says to his children. Are his children walking the earth right as we speak? Uh-huh. The ones that's made in his image, they never change their color. Never, never, never. Since the first day that dark, rich clay with minerals was made, it never changed. Understand that. Melanation. Now, the Most High is telling Ezekiel that I made Sataniel, and he was beautiful and musical, and he was bright, meaning white. Until I found iniquity in him, are you gonna are you gonna worship the uh, the clay and matter that's in my image? No, nope. I'm casting you down. I'm taking your power away. I'm taking your beauty away, and I'm going to show the world who you actually look like. This is why he had to go into a snake and bamboozle Eve, because if he would have showed his face to Eve the way he actually looked, she'd have ran for the hills. He wouldn't have been able to manipulate her. Okay, remember, people got to hide themselves in order to sweet talk you into doing something you ain't supposed to be doing. Understand the wickedness that is weaved into the things that people do. Understand that because you need to understand it. Okay, so all of that came true. He got thrashed down to earth and he's corrupted, and your heart is filled with wickedness what did i say wickedness was evil evil is hard-headed evil is self-righteous evil is rebellious evil is haughty evil is conceited evil is selfish evil promotes other spirits like fear hatred um idolatry um jealousy these are all spirits that wickedness brought into the flesh okay Understand that. Okay. Now, the last part that did not come true 100% yet is this part. I will cast thee to the ground. I will lay thee before kings and they will behold thee. What does that mean? It means I'm going to cast you down to earth. And when it's time for me to judge the whole world, they're going to see you. Humanity is going to see you in your real form. That's what that means. Did Bartholomew and the apostles see the devil in his true form? Yes. And they were scared crapless. Uh-huh. And the Most High said, don't be scared. I created all of this. So if I created you and all of this, why are you scared of him? This is the, this is the truth. The lie is overwhelming, but the truth dissipates the lie. 
okay? The lie is yelling and making you listen to it and, and distracting you and doing all that when the truth whispers and you got to stay still to hear the truth. And people not willing to stay still. Peace, be still. People not willing to be still to listen to the most high so he can tell them the truth. They keep on moving and keep on being distracted and in delusion and all that with the devil. They keep doing it. Hold on one minute. One second, sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I am multitasking and I know that's kind of rude, but I have to do it. All right. Now, I'm going to go to Isaiah 14 and 12. Who is Isaiah? Another major prophet. And we're going to be getting through these prophets. I want to set the prophets aside, but I kind of can't. I can introduce them when we do the scriptural um, cliff notes. So I'm going to give you the cliff notes, but um, at some point I will break down each book. Now, I know I'm straying away from what this teaching is, but I want to say this because the prophets have most of the prophecy. It talks about the devil. It talks about Yah's children. It talks about the wheat, the chaff. It talks about everything and what's going to happen to certain nations within those uh, books of um, prophecy. And I mean, oh, they name a nations. I am going to break them down as much as I can because the Ruach is dealing with me and I can decipher some of it. But remember, the Most High said, I'm not going to give you everything because if I do, then you don't need me. So um, even when the Most High touches you um, through the Ruach, you're going to get the knowledge and information that you need and another person is going to get the knowledge and information that they need and this is how we learn and grow we don't learn and grow the same way this is why the most high who is yeshua in the flesh when he chose the 12 and one of them was a devil he specifically chose them and he told them to go out and everybody had a different teaching in the new testament you see matthew mark luke john even though that's not their names they went out and they were saying different things. And this is why people say, oh, the Bible is um, contradictory, but it really isn't. Everybody does not learn the same. Everybody does not receive the same message. So I can only give you what I have. I can only give you what the Most High gave me, okay? If um, somebody else who could, uh, the, work, the Most High could be working with could give you a message in a different way because that's how they receive the message and that's how they're going to communicate the message. The message is not given the same way by everybody. But if you are in the Ruah, let he who has an ear hear and understand the message. Those who the Most High is working with through the Ruach, they're going to understand the message. I don't care how many ways the message is communicated. They're going to understand the message because the message is a puzzle, a huge puzzle. And the Most High made it that way because the devil is destroying everything because he knows he has a short time. Understand that, okay? So, all right. 
Let me get another water break. Now, from Isaiah, who was a major prophet, 12, uh, excuse me, 14 and 12 through the King James, it says, this is still talking about the devil. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cast down to the ground, which did weaken the nations? What does that mean? In plain English, the Most High told um, Isaiah that the devil was cast down. The devil was fooling the nations, and he got cast down. Who was Lucifer? Sataniel. A couple of names. Lucifer and Sataniel. So, you understand that the devil is wickedness. Okay, first he was Santaniel. Remember when um, people change words, people change names to their own um, nation's name, calling it the equivalent, which it ain't. A lot of times it's not, because there's some words in different um, dialects and different nation um, of speech that don't have a word for your nation of speech. And this is why many things are made up. And yes, the Bible has been tampered with. Yes, the Bible has been, um, they, whoever did the Bible and the translation have put words in there. Uh-huh, it's the italics. So understand, yes, the scriptures have been tampered with. Yes, <laughs> but let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. The most high is perfect. Did you hear what I said? Number seven. That's perfection. That's what the most high is. Seven, the number. Yahusha's five. The devil's a nine. I'm not going to keep going into numbers because we can go that way too. But I'm just going to say this. The most high is perfection. Everything he does is perfect. If he gave you a free will and you chose that way, he already knew that before the foundation of the world. Understand that. There's nothing that the Most High don't know already because he already did all of this. He told our forefathers the end from the beginning. So if he told our forefathers the end from the beginning, did he not know this? Yes. And time is ticking. I already told you, go to the devil, the devil, the devil. Time is ticking. The Most High is letting his time ticking. He's letting these people um, repent and do everything. He ain't giving them certain time. And when he stepped his foot down here as Yahshua, the Hamashiach, is over. So understand, every day that you wake up, you got another day to praise Yah and turn from your wicked ways. That's everybody. But remember, also, there's only going to be a remnant, and that's two flocks. So nine times, well, I'm not going to say nine times out of ten, but uh, there's going to be a lot of people that ain't going. Period. A lot of people ain't going. So I want to say for more um, of the introduction of who the devil is, go to my previous lessons on the platform, the devil, the devil, the devil, and other lessons. So I just gave you a little bit of who the devil was. You want to know what the bad thing is? The bad thing is I don't know who's really listening always and understanding. So I have to keep reverting back to who the devil is. I wish that... I could hold an assembly so that I could be in front of you 
with my easel and my chalk and my boards and my uh, charts and the rest of my receipts, because that's what I come with when I deliver a message. I have everything in front of me, um, even uh, snippets of um, scientific evidence. All I got all of it. I wish there was a platform or um, a place that I could hold this assembly so that I can give you everything you need to see, you need to hear, you need to experience instead of just listening. And then I wouldn't have to continue to reiterate who the devil is. <laughs> um, so we're gonna move on now. We already discussed the who, okay? We got who, what, when, where, why, and how, okay? So now we on what? Now, remember what I said, hold on, water break. Remember what I said about um, not being able to give you every piece of information, trying to make it as specific as possible. Please open your mind and understand that um, when I say certain things, I need you to open your mind and imagine. I need you to imagine, okay? I mean, I need you to imagine who the devil is. I need you to open your spirit and I need you to understand who he is in terms of wickedness. Not only a physical being, because a lot of times we are influenced. TV influences us. Media itself, comic books, TV, videos, commercials, it influences us and it took us already somewhere else. So I need you to be D deceived, deactivated, de, um, just come out of the world because I don't even have the word to tell you. You're, you were already indoctrinated when you was born. You were already groomed when you was born. You were already um, led astray since you was born. And I'm gonna need you to open your mind and receive spiritual concepts. I'm gonna need you to understand that because if you're not willing to do that, then you're not gonna be able to do that, okay? Remember, the Ruach searches the hearts of men. If you're not willing to do it, you're not gonna be able to do it, okay? Now, what do I mean by that? Um, being willing to do that, is opening up your heart and your spirit, okay? To belief, B-E-L-I-E-F, faith, okay? You have to be willing to accept it. And then you'll be able to accept it because your willingness and your faith is to the most high. Do you think that the most high doesn't know everything, every thought you have, every feeling you have? If you are willing to open your spirit up to receive what I'm saying, then you'll be able to, because the most high will give you the ability to do that. I already told you I could do all things by the most high who gives me the strength and the ability 
to do it. So I'm going to need you to be willing to open yourself up to the faith of what I'm saying to be able to accept it. Okay? So now I'm on what are the devil's methods? We already understand who the devil is. Now we got to understand what his methods are. methods are. Now, there's so many methods that he uses, but I will read these things to you so that you can understand a little more about his methods. So what are the devil's methods? What methods is the devil using to fool the masses, which is the world? He uses his children and his followers, and he infiltrates the minds and flesh in order to create delusion, distraction, confusion, separation, attitudes, and outlooks of the majority to destroy the minority of nations and individuals alike. I already told you what wickedness is evil. Okay, what is it? Hard-headed, self-righteous, rebellious, 40, conceited, selfish. It promotes other spirits like idolatry, fear, and fleshly desires. Okay? Okay, so. It also, um, he also gives you the wicked desire to keep you distracted. Now, what is wicked desire? Lust. Do you need flesh to lust? Yes. So what does the devil work through? The flesh. Okay? The devil works through the flesh. And I'm getting ready to prove to you that he does. First Corinthians 14 and 33. For the Most High is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the assemblies of the saints. John 8 and 44 says, ye are of your father the devil. This is Yahshua saying this. And the lusts of your father, who he uses the flesh, you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and he didn't abide in the truth. You already know the Ruach is the truth. He, he can't abide in the truth because light and darkness, darkness cannot comprehend light, okay? And darkness is wickedness, okay? It's not a color, it's darkness, okay? The actions of people. Okay, I'm going to read it again. You are of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father, you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and he does not abide in the truth because there's no truth in him. I just said that when he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own. Okay, but he's a liar, and he's the father of lies. What did I say? Yahshua told Yachanan that the devil was the father of lies and deceit and distraction, mm -hmm. confusion and separation, 
now I'm back to the book of Bartholomew 37, also 38 through 44. And I'm going to read. And it says, now we're back on Bartholomew. These are the questions and answers. Bartholomew said to him, flow chasing through the souls of men. Belial, I already told you Belial's wickedness in the devil, said unto him, will thou that I declare unto thee the punishment of the hypocrites? This is how the devil is fooling the world. Of the backbiters, of the jesters, of the idolaters. This is the methods that he uses on people, his children and the people who listen to him, his followers, and the covetousness, excuse me, and the covetous and the adulterers and the wizards and the divinators and of them that believe in us, this is the devil saying, and of all whom I look upon to deceive. Bartholomew said unto him, declare quickly how thou persuade men not to follow the most high and thine evil arts that are slippery and dark that they should leave the straight and shining paths of the most high. Basically Bartholomew is saying, how are you doing this? How are you deceiving the children of the most high? How are you doing this? And this is what the devil said. Wait a minute. Bartholomew said to him, I will that thou declare in a few words. And he smote his teeth together. This is the devil getting ready to say it. Gnashing them. And there came up out of the bottomless pit, a wheel having a sword flashing with fire. This is the devil getting ready to tell Bartholomew what's going on. And this thing comes out of the ground with a sword in it. It's some kind of mechanism that's coming out of the ground with wheels and it has a sword in it and it has, um, it's some kind of mechanism. And the sword, there's pipes in it. It's like, a. okay, there's a, there's a scripture that says how the devil was tempting people in biblical times was through musical instruments. And every time somebody would blow this instrument, wickedness would come out of it. And it was beguiling, meaning possessing people. That's what it was doing. So this is what the devil is doing. The devil summoned this machine that I suppose is some kind of instrument. It has a, it has a sword in it and it has pipes in it. Like you blow tuba pipes or uh, a horn with the, it's one pipe with all these little knobs. So it's like that. And I asked him, this is Bartholomew saying, and I asked him, what is the sword? Because this machine came up with, like I said, with a lot of pipes and, uh, and a sword. And Bartholomew was asking the devil, with Yahusha standing there, what this thing is that he just summed up from um, Sheol, which is hell. And the devil said, this sword is the sword of the gluttonous. Now, what does gluttony mean? Greed. For into the pipe are sent they that through their gluttony devise all matter of sin. Unto the second pipe are sent the backbiters, which backbite their neighbors secretly. What does that mean? It means talking about your neighbor 
being deceptive to your neighbor, being gossipy to your neighbor, spreading lies about your neighbor. That's what it means. Until the third pipe are sent the hypocrites. What's a hypocrite? Do as I say and not as I do. That's a hypocrite. Somebody that said, oh, I don't want you to do this or don't do this or they'll set a rule for somebody not to do it, but they break the rule. They're hypocrites. Okay. And the rest of whom I overthrow by my contrivances. Contrivance? Contrivance, excuse me. Now that's the lies that he does. That's how he does it. He controls them by that. Now, let me just look this word up really quick. Let me tell you what it is. Okay. So the contrivance means, and I'm looking it up through um, the Oxford, and it says the use of skill to bring something about or create something. Okay, and a device, that's the first one, which is a noun. And the second one is a device, especially in literary and artistic composition, which gives a sense of artificial, artificial, artificiality, artificiality. That doesn't make sense to me, but I'm gonna give you an example. Okay, the definition of contrivance is the thing that causes something to happen. Okay, now, I'm gonna tell you how that works. <laughs> There's this little story that the devil does something small to somebody, like have a cow knock over, um, something like the great fire in in chicago how did the great fire in chicago happen because there was a cow in the barn and somebody put a light with kerosene in the barn what did the cow do the cow kicked over the light in the barn the barn went up in flames and caught onto other um buildings and created such a large fire that people became homeless that's the example the devil plants one little seed and it rolls and rolls and rolls into something else and causes something big. That's what contrivance means. Okay? So that's what he does. The rest of the people, he'll, he'll create some um, situation that causes issues with others. So that's what he does. And Bartholomew said, do thou then do these things by yourself alone? Bartholomew was asking him, are you doing this by yourself? And Satan said, if I were able to go forth by myself in the world, I would destroy the whole world in three days. Listen, but neither I nor any of the 600 go out. We don't go out. But we have other missionaries, swift missionaries. This is the other spirits. They got swift, fast spirits who we command and we send them forth we we furnish them with a hook of many points and send them forth to hunt 
Now, let me put a little, let me put a little dot right there. What does it say that the devil does? The, self, the devil goes back and forth in the earth like a roaring lion seeking who, who he may devour. So what is he doing? He's going back and forth. And when he sees opportunity, he sends his lower ranking devils out with a hook to get you. And devils don't sleep or slumber. They don't do any of that. How does the devil fool the whole world? By influence. And all the rest of the stuff he's doing. Okay. So they go um, back and forth and they catch the souls of men, enticing them with sweetness of diverse baits. That is by the drunkenness laughter, backbiting, hypocrisy, pleasures of the flesh, okay? Pleasures of the flesh. And, and how are they doing about the pleasures of the flesh? Do you have to ask me about the pleasures of the flesh? You better not be asking me that because if you got two synapses, those brain cells in your brain that are electrical and causing you to think, you will understand what that means. Let me finish. So they catch people by the sweetness and the diverse baits. That is by drunkenness, laughter, backbiting, hypocrisy, pleasures, fornication, etc. What does the devil use? The flesh. And you need flesh to do those things. I already told you. Okay. Now. The devil talks to you constantly, okay? He's always talking, he's always loud, he's always disruptive, all of that in your brain, in your mind, the mind is the battlefield. He's very disruptive, he's always doing stuff constantly. And remember, the devil don't sleep or slumber. This is scriptures I'm talking. The devil does not sleep or slumber. He don't take naps, coffee breaks, he don't go out on vacation, he don't go to the bathroom, he don't have no pets, none of that. That he got to take time out and go, hold on, I'll be right back, like I did a couple of minutes ago. The devil is straightforward spirit. He constantly does it over and over and over and over. And he's going to wear you down if you don't know who you are and who you belong to. Now, the trick is the devil has his own children and the devil has his followers. But who are the wheat and who are the chaff? Because the devil's followers are the chaff. And the children of the most high is the wheat. You cannot distinguish wheat from chaff when they're still growing. They must grow to the full maturity before the most high and his angels can separate them. So right now the wheat and the chaff, they're growing together. And the most high has a special time when he's going to separate them. And this is one of those allegories which they call a parable in the New Testament. So understand that the devil has chaff. That's his children and his followers. How is he getting his chaff? Some of them came from his own loins. That's Genesis 3, 14 through 16. They came from him. When the Most High reprimanded Eve and the devil, you know that the devil has children. Not only does the devil have children, the devil has followers. How does he get his followers? I just told you how he gets his followers by spreading propaganda, lies, making people do all kinds of stuff. Um, 
putting in certain things into position so that they can go awry and cause disturbances with others. He just told you that. So now I'm going to read the Apocalypse of Adam. Now, why am I getting ready to read the Apocalypse of Adam? Because I'm still telling you what the devil's methods are. And this is what it says. This is a pop, excuse me, the Apocalypse of Abraham. I said Adam, but I'm not in the book of the Apocalypse of Adam because there is a book of Apocalypse of Adam, but I'm not there. I'm in the Apocalypse of Abraham. And that's Apocalypse of Abraham 13, verses 6 through 10. And it says, and it came to pass when I saw, this is Abraham talking with the Most High. Now, in my previous lessons, I was getting ready to read it, but I don't want to read it, and then you don't know what I'm talking about. In my previous lessons, especially in um, Genesis, you understand that the Most High said Abraham was his friend. The Most High never called nobody his friend. Nobody is worthy enough to be his friend, but Abraham was. Remember, Moses was the meekest one, and the Most, most High said he loved Moses. Most High said he loved the, um, the forefathers. He loved all of them, but who was his friend? Abraham. So there is a book called The Apocalypse of Abraham. And this is when Apoc this is when Abraham was young. Abraham was still living with his father. You know that a verse that says, um, leave your mother and your father and go to a land that I told you to go. Okay. Most people think that he that Abraham, that the most high told Abraham, leave your mother and your father and go where I told you to go so you could get a wife. Nope, that's not what it was. If you go to the book of Jasa. Also in the book of um, Jubilees. If you go to these books, and I already uploaded the book of Jasa, you will understand. Oh, and uh, the apocalypse of Abraham. Abraham was young. Abraham was a promised child. Okay? Nimrod at that time ruled the earth and he was in Babylon. What happened at that time? And I'm just giving you a little bit before I read this scripture. The most, I mean, excuse me. Everybody knew about the most high. Okay? Nimrod is the son of Ham, the grandson. Okay, I already told you it's Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Shem is the line of the children of Israel. Ham is the Hamites, which today they call Africans. Japheth is the progenitor of European people. In the beginning, everybody was melanated. Mm-hmm. Everybody was melanated. There's no such thing as black and white. Everybody was melanated. What was they made from the dust of the ground, the clay and the minerals of the ground? Mineral clay is dark. It is not light. Mineral clay is melanated. What is melanation? The things that give you color. Uh-huh. It's the elements that give you color. Mm-hmm. So... At that time, everybody was melanated. So Nimrod was the grandson of Ham. Nimrod was the first one to build Babylon. And what he said, you know, he was led by the devil. What he said is, I'm going to build a big old uh, fortress and I'm going to build it up to the most high. Everybody knew the most high. I'm going to build it up to the most high and we're going to fight with the angels up there and we're going to overthrow the most high. This is what Nimrod said. You know that saying when they call people Nimrods, it's a negative 
connotation. It's a negative saying, it's a byword, simply because the original Nimrod was a Nimrod, an idiot, to believe that he, he's going to overthrow the most high. So you know he was led by the devil, okay? He was led by the devil, and he put up Babylon. What does Babylon mean in Hebrew? Confusion, because that's what the most high did. The most high caused confusion in Babylon because it was only one language. Everybody spoke one special language. One, everybody. Because remember, they was Noah's sons. So if nobody else was on the earth except Noah's and his sons and their wives, they all spoke one language. So as they, the world began, began to repopulate, like I said, in Ham's line with Nimrod. Nimrod became a big, fearful king. Why? Because he took the clothes of Adam and Eve that his father gave him, that the father stole, and he became powerful. Nobody couldn't beat Nimrod. So he became a king, and everybody was under him. So Nimrod wanted to make a fortress to go up there and fight the Most High. Now, you know that this was from the devil, because that's what the devil tells you. A part of the wickedness is conceit, okay? Self-righteousness. You got to be conceited and self-righteous to think that you could contend with the most high. And this is what Nimrod really believed. So a part of that, Nimrod had a court. What is a court? It's like a government, a governmental entity. I already said this before and I ain't gonna keep going because this is gonna be five hours if I have to break all this down. So anyway, within his court, there's different generals and people over this and people over that. One of the head of the people was Terah, who was Abraham's father. I'm not going to keep going into it, but I will tell you they was all idolatrous. They all followed the devils. Even Terah, who is Abraham, excuse me, yeah, who is Abraham's father. Now, Abraham was not called Abraham. He was called Abram. Until the Most High changed his name. I already told you names are important. The Most High changed his name. Now, before Abram was born, Terah was an old man. Now, he already had kids, but he was an old man. And having children in biblical days and in any days is a blessing because it is really harsh and hard to produce a child. It is. People think it's just so easy because people just keep popping up pregnant, but hunting, it's not. In biblical days, if you didn't have children, everybody knew you was cursed. So I will continue. There was a sign in the sky that a child would come and crush Nimrod. So Nimrod, and remember, everything works in a circle because this happened, it happens again later. Nimrod wanted to kill all the children because he didn't know who it was. He wanted to kill all the children so that they wouldn't come and crush him. But what did Terah do? Terah had a child that was the promised child, Abram, and he hid him. That's what he did. Now, Terah was real old when he had kids and he, uh, when he had Abram. And Abram was a baby and all the rest of Terah's kids was grown. So when, uh, when Abram got a certain age, the most high, because he was the promised child from the Most High, the Most High visited him and told him that he was going to be a father of many nations, told him all kinds of stuff. Yo, your kid's going to do this, your kid's going to do that. And he's still young. 
while the Most High is telling him this stuff. Okay? Nimrod wanted to kill um, Abraham. Nimrod. But Terah, his father, who was idolatrous under Nimrod, hit him until he got grown. Now, I ain't going to tell you the whole story, but if you want to hear the whole story, go to the book of Jasa that I already uploaded, and it will tell you about that. But I say that to say the Most High is talking to Abram, who he changed his name to Abraham. The reason why the Most High said, leave your mother and your father and go to a land I told you to go to, because everybody where Nimrod was, Nimrod was the king, and Terah was um, Abraham, Abram father mm -hmm. they was all idolatrous and was following the devils that's why the most high said leave them and go to the land i told you to go to that, it wasn't because of a wife it was because everybody in the land of ham and remember shem ham japheth all of them was together they were stealing land they was doing all kinds of stuff except for the line of shem they was all stealing land doing everything tara was under um the line of Shem, but he was following Ham because Nimrod was the king and Nimrod is in the line of Ham. So Terah was following behind um, Nimrod and they was idolatrous. So the most high told um, Abram to leave them and go where I told you to go. Cause they're gonna get it, they're gonna get it. The most high tore up Babylon. So we, we already said later on, we're going to explain what spiritual Babylon is, but you got to understand what the real Babylon was first. It went against the Most High. Talk about they're going to build a structure to go up to the Most High and fight them. You know how ridiculous that sounds? What did the Most High do? Rain, fire, and sulfur all over them. The angels was killing them all up. Yes, and confuse the language. That's why you got many languages. But anyway, back to what I was saying. So the Most High is visiting Abram who he called Abraham later. Now, Abraham was Abram until the Most High started dealing with him. And then the Most High changed his name from Abram to Abraham. And I'm saying this because you got to understand what the apocalypse of Abraham means. Now you understand the Most High came to Abraham, changed his name, and told him everything that's going to happen in the later days. We in the later days now. Remember, early Genesis, to um, Revelation. Just think of that book of the Bible as the whole timeline of the earth. Genesis was the first page. Revelation is the last pages. So the Most High in Genesis told Abraham what's going to happen throughout that whole line all the way up to Revelation. That's what the book of the Apocalypse of Abraham is about. So now I'm getting ready to read it to you because the Most High is talking to Abraham directly. Not only is the Most High talking to Abraham directly, he is showing Abraham the whole world in visions, like television. That is how, and it's pictures, so it's television. The Most High is showing Abraham everything that's happening in television. Uh-huh, so now I'm gonna read it. And this is how the devil is fooling the world. I had to give you this little piece. This is why this lesson is going to be so long. I'm going to um, split these lessons up because it's real long, but I will keep going. Okay, so this is it. 
this is um this is abraham talking and i'll tell you when the most high talks and it came to pass when i saw the bird speaking now the angel is coming down to talk to um the most high speaks to abraham directly but not yet the angel comes first gives abraham who's abram the power the spiritual power and the spiritual way with all to be able to hear the most high and experience the experience remember darkness that cannot comprehend light the most high is one bazillion percent light nothing can comprehend the most high you know why because his light is righteousness if you got a dot of wickedness in you you can't comprehend the most high so the angel has to come first when an angel comes to you you hella scared why because you've never seen the angel before you can't wrap your head around the angel so the angel has to come to you first and say blessings be unto you and give you that spiritual word to edify your body to begin to understand the angel that's number one then when the angel keeps talking to you the angel gives you the power to be able to receive what he said and if he got to show you something then he's going to touch you and give you the power to be able to see and experience what you're going to experience there's no way in the world you're going to be able to experience the angel not with your flesh because the flesh is wicked and being ruled by the devil do you understand what i'm saying this is why things happen the way they are the devil rules this world you are not going to be able to comprehend the angel you're not going to be able to uh-uh there's certain things that got to happen before you could comprehend the angel this is why you dream about certain things this is why let he who has an ear hear what the ruach is saying this is why you ain't seeing the ruach this is why you ain't tangibly touching them and all of that because you can't handle the truth and the truth is the ruach so understand that. So this is the angel and Abram, which is Abraham, the most high calls him later, talking. And this is what the angel is telling um, Abraham. And within the apocalypse of Abraham, um, the most high speaks to Abraham directly. And he says this, but he's talking to the angel at this point. And he's telling that uh, the angel is telling Abraham how the devil works. Okay. We already went to who. Now we're talking about how. Okay. Apocalypse of Abraham 13, 6 through 10. And it came to pass when I saw the bird that devil made himself into a crow. He's made himself into a bird because he's trying to distract Abraham. Hold on. He's trying to distract Abraham. Now, remember, I told you the devil has children, and that's in Genesis 3, 13 through 16. The devil has children, and the devil has followers. How does the devil get his followers? I already told you. By all the shenanigans, deception, um, creating situations, lies. Yeah, that's how he does it. Okay? So now the devil is creating a situation for uh for uh abraham by becoming a crow and starts to talk now i'm setting the scene now i'm gonna read it and it came to pass when i saw this is abraham saying when i saw the bird speaking i said to the angel what is this and he said this is iniquity 
what did the most high say? The most high said that this is iniquity. Mm -hmm. This is Azazel. This is one of those wicked angels. Since Abraham's portion is in heaven and yours is on earth, since you have chosen it and desired it to be the dwelling place of your impurity, is the angel talking? Therefore, the eternal L, which means power in Hebrew, this is why you either get in the word of Yah attached to the children of Israel or L, that's the power of Yah. The mighty one has made you the dweller of the earth. This is the angel talking to Abraham. Verse nine, and because of you, there is the holy devil, spirit of the lie. And because of you, there are wrath and trials on the generations of impious men. What does pious, miss, pious mean? Pious means righteous. Mm -hmm. Some people say good but it's not good, it's righteousness, piousness. Impiousness means impiousness. Why am I messing it up? Impiousness means wickedness. What did I tell you wickedness means? I already told you, hard-headed selfishness, um, self-righteousness, haughty, and promotes other spirits. I already said that, I ain't gonna keep saying it. So this is Abraham being told by the angel of the devil. And this is um, the angel saying to Abraham, since, since the eternal mighty L did not send the righteous in their bodies to be your hand, he's talking to the devil, in order to affirm through them the righteous life and the destruction of impiety. Here, advisor, be ashamed by me, since you have been appointed to tempt not all the righteous. This is Abraham talking to the devil with the angel standing there. It's either that or it's the angel talking to Abraham about the devil. Okay? And he, they telling the devil, you unrighteous. You don't have no power here. Not with Abraham. You ain't got no power with Abraham. Okay? And this is, this is the angel saying, depart from this man to the devil. The angel is telling, is Abraham an angel of the Most High? Because the Most High didn't speak to Abraham yet. The angel of the Most High. Abraham and the devil in the form, the devil's in the form of a, um, of a, a, a crow. And he comes and he starts talking to Abraham and the angel comes to him and say, you don't have the power to talk to him. You don't have the power to talk to him because the devil's power um, gives influence to other devils to come into man. I already told you the, the mechanism that came up out of the ground with pipes is used to spread wickedness to unsuspecting humans. That's what it is. And you hear, you see that here when he turned himself into a crop. Okay. And it says, I'm going to read 11 again. Here, advisor, 
which is the devil, be ashamed by me since you have been appointed to tempt not all the righteous. So the angel is telling you not all the righteous people is going to be tempted, but a lot of righteous people will because the most high said a remnant's only going because the children of Israel don't listen. So if you're not listening to righteousness, what are you doing? Sinning. And when you sin, what, the, what happens? It leads to death. So you're not going to be going with the most high. Understand that. You see how everything goes into everything else? All right. Verse 12, depart from this man, the angel is saying to the devil, you cannot deceive him because he is the enemy of you and of those who follow you and love what you desire, the flesh and everything that comes with it. For behold, the garment which in heaven was formerly yours has been set aside for him and the corruption which was on him has gone to you. Now, what does that mean? OMG. Now, and I say goodness. I don't say God like they say. But what did, what did the angel say? The angel said, when you transgress, he's talking to the devil, who's the crow. When you transgress, okay, your garment, which is a spiritual garment. And I already told you, human beings got three parts to them. A fleshly coat, which is a garment. The spirit that animates us from the most high. In him, we live, we move, and we have our being. That's the scripture. And our consciousness, which is our mind, which is the battlefield of the spirits, and our hearts. That's our little light. Understand that. I know this is a lot to take in. But the devil had a garment too. And when he transgressed, the most high took it. He said, Oh, so you're not gonna um you're not gonna um heed my word in regards to um making man in his image and worshiping it. You're not all right, so I'm gonna take all the goodness you had on yourself and I'm gonna thrash you down in your real self. So his real self is wickedness. And the good self was moved to Abraham. That's what the angel just said. Okay? I'm going to read it again. Here, advisor, be ashamed by me, since you have been appointed to tempt not all the righteous. Depart from this man, the angel is saying to the devil in regards to Abraham. You cannot deceive him because he is the enemy of you and of those who follow you and who love what you desire of the flesh. For behold, the garment which in heaven was formerly yours has been set aside for him, which is Abraham. And the corruption which was on him, on Abraham, has gone to you, went to the devil. Abraham's corruption went to uh, the devil and the devil's goodness and righteousness went to Abraham. Why? Because I already told you, Abraham's father, Terah, worshiped devils. So the Most High took that wickedness and gave it to the devil and took um, the devil's righteousness that he was um, Santaniel and gave it to Abraham. See how powerful that is? So that's what he did. So now I'm in the Apocalypse of Abraham 14, verses 1 through 14. And it says... 
And the angel said to me, this is Abraham, know by this that the eternal one whom you have loved has chosen you, Abraham. Behold and have power as I order you over him who resides, excuse me, revises justice. Over him who revises justice. That means who's lying about righteousness. Or else I shall not be able to revive him who scattered about the earth the secrets of heaven and who conspired against the mighty one. Who's the mighty one? The most high. Verse five, say to him, may you be the firebrand of the furnace of the earth. That means you're going to hell, devil. Go, Azazel. This is the angel saying to Azazel, one of the devils, into the untrodden parts of the earth. I already told you there's wickedness on in the skies, on earth and under the earth. This is what the angel's telling Azazel to go under the earth. Since your inheritance are with those who are with you, the men born with the stars and clouds. Oh, honey, oh, we could go into um, the stars and the clouds, baby. But this is the angel telling the devil, you're going to be going with those stars born to you. There's a scripture that the Most High said that the um, he's telling one of the uh, prophets that the stars are unclean. What does that mean? They wicked the stars what's the stars the spirits and if you don't believe that you better go to the testament of solomon every demon and you know demons are not um scriptural it's devils every devil has a star and where the stars reside where in sagittarius in libra that's all wicked spirits all of them because there's spirits that come unto those stars. Child, that's a whole different teaching within itself. I'm not even going to go there. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to go there, but continue to listen. <clears throat> and their portion is with you as they come into being through your being. So what did the angel say to um, Azazel, who's the devil? Those wicked stars is coming through the devil, the father of the wicked stars. And what do the wicked stars do? They influence men. The Testament of Solomon. Okay? That's the Testament of Solomon, honey. You think uh, most of these books don't connect? Yes, they do. I just gave you a piece of the Testament of Solomon how uh the devils work i'm telling you how the devils work and i'm telling you how the devil himself work okay now i'm on verse seven and justice is your enmity meaning you don't like justice all the good things all the wonderful things is not of the devil so you don't like justice you don't like truth you don't like love your inheritance is with those who are with you those wicked um men and wicked stars yeah, that's what it is. I already told you there's wickedness in high places, wickedness and um, unrighteousness and rulers in wicked high places. So this is what the angel is telling um, Abraham. He's backing up what the Bible says. 
okay? And how is that wickedness going to be wicked? By all the devils. There's so many devils. It ain't just one, okay? Understand that. That's why you got to wear full armor of the most high to quench the fiery darts of wickedness. Okay, now I'm trying to stay focused because I'm, I'm going all around so that you understand what I'm saying. But now I'm just going to keep reading. And justice is your enemy. Therefore, through your own destruction, vanish from before me. So the angel is telling um, the devil, one of the devils, to vanish before him because he's coming to Abraham and he keeps talking. I already told you, if the devil talks to you and you listen, he got you. This is the point of this, um, me reading this. Verse eight, and I said the words as the angel had taught me. And he said, Abraham. And I said, here I am, your servant. And the angel said to me, answer him not. That means don't answer him. Don't you answer that devil. And he spoke to me a second time, the devil. And the angel said, now, whatever he says to you, don't answer him or else he got you. And I said it my way, but this is how it actually reads. And the angel said, now, whatever he says to you, answer him not, lest his will affect you. Okay? If you answer the devil, because the devil's always talking, the devil's always loud, the devil's always animated, the devil is selfish. I already told you what he is. The minute you start paying attention to that devil, he got you. I just read that, okay? His effect on you, he already penetrated you. He got it. And that I'm gonna, I'm gonna add something else. In the book, um, in the apocalypse of Bartholomew, the devil said, we gotta get through the mind first before we affect the body. So first the devil works on your mind and soon as you answer him, he got you. Not only does he have your mind, he got your body. And that's how he does it. That's how he does it. In a nutshell. Now I'm going to keep reading. Verse 13. Since the Most High gave him the gravity, listen, because he can't do this without the blessing of the Most High. I already told you. The Most High said he's the way, the truth, and life. If you follow the Most High, no devil can touch you. But the devil, the Most High does grant the devil to do what he needs to do. The same reason why a panther or a large cat can run after a deer, an antelope, or anybody to get rid of the weak, to get rid of those that can't um, handle being in the rest of the group. That's how the devil does it. He's like a lion seeing who he may devour. And what happens when lions are hungry? What happens? When lions are hungry, what do they do? Because the, the most high ordained it to be so. When there's large beasts that prey on other animals, what they do is they're like the garbage disposals. That's what they are. They grab the weakest, the young, and the most influential. That's what they do because the most high made it so, so that the herd can be healthy and stealth. What does that mean? The herd can be as um, healthy as they can and need to be, uh, to be productive, to continue their lineage. That's what the herd needs to be. The herd falls 
by the weakest link. And the weakest link is the young. The weakest link is the ones that's not healthy. The weakest link is the ones that's older and they don't have the spells like they had. That's, that's what the weakest links are. How is the weakest link remedied by the animal that preys on them? So let me, let me get, give you this analogy in plain English. The devil goes to the weakest link, okay? The devil is able to inhabit it, the weakest link. However, uh, the Most High gave the devil the power to do so. That's in verse 13. I'm going to read it again. The, uh, the Most High gives the devil the power to do so simply because I already told you the devil um, took Adam's power and all of our ancestor is Adam. So with that power that was taken, a piece of wickedness was put in him. And it came out in Cain. Now remember, Cain had a line. It came out in Ham's line. It came out in Japheth's line and a piece of Shem's line. A piece of Shem's line. But mostly Ham's and Japheth's line through Adam and through Cain, because Cain's line started mixing with um, Ham's line and Japheth's line. Uh -huh. Okay. People think that Adam and Eve just had one child. First it was Cain, and then later on it was Abel. And then it, later on it was Seth. Not so. You better go to the book of um, Jasper and the book of Jubilees. Honey, Adam and Eve had many children. The first children that they had, remember, in the book of that Bible that you see, it's only two books that have females' names, just two. Did you not think there was females there? They wasn't counted because of the sin of Eve. And I already told you, one day I'm gonna do a lesson why females are treated the way they are, why men, men act the way they are. Oh, it comes down to Adam and Eve because Eve was the first female that transgressed and she carried that wickedness inside of her until Miriam, the mother of Yahusha, came and turned it around by the grace of the Most High. Now, we ain't going to go into that, but I keep dropping jewels. I keep dropping bombs on y'all. I'm dropping some jewels on y'all. You need to understand that, okay? Wickedness um, came through Eve, okay? By way of Adam, because Adam was Adam until he was separated, and then Eve came. But Adam could not be bamboozled by the devil because the, um, Adam was made directly in the most high's image that mineral and that clay directly from the most high. So when he was, um, he was um, separated by Eve coming into the world, that part was bamboozled by the devil. So um, the, the devil bamboozled Eve and Eve bamboozled Adam. And that's how it works. Now, Adam didn't have to fall for it. But because Eve was a part of him, he went and transgressed and he knew he wasn't supposed to transgress, but he did. And from that, a seed of evil, Genesis 3, uh, 14 through 16, evil came into the world because they gave their power away. Adam and Eve was one. 
perfect. Adam was perfect by himself. All the way down to the cellular level. Now I'm talking about um, science. Everybody talk about, oh, no, I don't believe in this. I believe in science. But si um, culture brings about science. Okay? So when you say you believe in science, then you got to believe in culture. Because culture creates science. Understand that. Now. Now I'm back to science that the people say they don't believe nothing but science. Adam was complete in the cellular level. What did I say? Adam was complete all the way down to the cellular level until he was split and Eve came into the world. And I'm gonna tell you how. Adam's cells, Adam's DNA, Adam's double helix, Adam's everything, his chromosomes, everything was already perfect. He already had an X chromosome and he had a Y chromosome. That was Adam. That's even that's even man's um, uh, uh, biological level. Men, men, male, their biological um, level is made to be perfect. Now, I already told you from the beginning, Adam was perfect, but then evil came into the world and everything is discombobulated. So we can't say that now, but still on a cellular level, a man has an X chromosome and a Y chromosome. A female has two X chromosomes. A female cannot create a male without a male. On a cellular level, on a let, let me tell you how we work in honey. I'm telling you how we work and how humans work. I already told you we three part beings. On a cellular physical le level, a man, his X chromosome and Y chromosome, he has to be able to create life. A female is two X chromosomes and she has the, um, the physical being to hold life. Man creates life women holds and develops life it cannot be done any other way now i'm not talking about today's technology and grabbing the egg and the uh, sperm and putting it together i don't care whether you do it inside the womb or outside the most high still has a hand in it okay i don't care how much ai and how many um um, scientists do X, Y, and Z. It started with the most high. This is why times is evil because people believe themselves to be God. Adam was perfection down to the cellular level until he was split by Eve. Okay? Eve is 100% woman, two X's. Adam provides the X chromosome and the Y chromosome. Adam is the Y chromosome and holds in his being the X chromosome. So when a child is born, the man determines which one goes because he is X and Y. On a cellular physical level, he is X and Y, his flesh, his biological makeup, his cellular makeup is X and Y. Spiritually, he is connected and becoming one with a woman by having sexual contact that is physical and spiritual. They become one, but physically they too and connected by the sexual organs. That is the only thing that creates a child. Two X's cannot create a child. And two wives cannot create a child. That's why it's an abomination. And you know what I'm talking about. 
I don't got to say it any other way. Only an X and a Y from a male going into a female X can create a child. Two X's cannot create a child from a female. Just if the, if the female is acting alone, she cannot create a child. If a male is acting alone, he cannot create a child. This is what I mean physically. They cannot create a child by themselves and they cannot create a child with their same sexes. They must come together. They must be united. And this is how the perfection is because Adam was perfect in the beginning before Eve was there. But because the Most High wanted him to have a helpmate, he split Adam and Eve came. And that's when sin came into the world because Eve was bombarded by the devil, talking and persuading her, and she listened. And that's how it was. Now, I ain't going to go down that rabbit hole. I'm going to do that lesson one day. But everything I say when it comes down to how the devil fools the world is a lesson. Because this is how much you got to know to know that the devil fools the world. I just can't tell you, oh, the devil fools the world. How? In every way. In every single way. You can't wrap your head around in every way. I just explained 50 gazillion ways, and it's been three hours already. I could do this all day, all night, for weeks, for months, tell you how the devil fools the world intricately and it would be so much information it would probably explode your head but I'm trying to be as specific as possible now I'm gonna keep going I'm sorry I keep rearing off but you gotta understand how the devil does it it's like a tree the trunk grows and then a branch and then from that branch comes another branch and then from that branch comes another branch and branches are continually being sprouted and that's how the devil fools the world. The tree is so big, you can't count the branches, you can't count the twigs, you can't count the leaves, because that's how deep it goes. And not only that, it's not only what you can see, the tree with the branches, but it's the roots under, and the roots run deep. And this is what I'm trying to tell you. The roots run deep of how the devil fools the world. And if those roots was exposed, then you would run like hell away from the devil. And the most I said, when things are exposed, people understand and then they choose wisely. But deception comes into play when dirt is thrown under the roots of a tree. Deception comes because you can't see what's happening under that tree. That's why when you cut a tree, when you cut the top of the tree, the roots are still growing because you did not unearth that tree and kill it from the root. Understand that metaphor. The devil is fooling you by the root and you keep looking at the surface stuff and counting the surface stuff, not even thinking that he's getting you by the root and the root has not been dug up yet. This is why people keep running around wondering why people's hurting them and doing all this stuff when they have no idea and they keep thinking surface thoughts. Oh, maybe if we come together in Kumbaya, honey, the devil got us all by the root. That's why the Most High said he's going to shorten the days because if he didn't, even his 
selected ones is going to be evil because the roots are running deep and the most high is shortening them days baby just a couple of minutes ago it was 2019 this is what i'm trying to tell you how the devil is doing it and i know i'm getting excited but i need you to understand i need you to understand how he's doing it in every way possible, by things you can't see, by deception, by lies, by even laughing at people and gossiping about him. This is what he said. If it's not of the most high, it's of the devils, plural, not one. That's what people need to understand. The captain of the devils don't want you to know that there is a devil, that, that he is a captain and that there's multitudes behind him. The devils don't want you to know that there's a devil because if there's no devil, then, oh, I'm doing something I'm supposed to do. There is a way that seems right and righteous, but it's going to lead you to hell and damnation. I already read that scripture. Now I'm back to 13. And like I said, this is the angel and the devil talking. The angel is there. The devil is there. Azazel, one of the devils and Abraham. And I'm on verse 13 and it says, the most high, since the most high gave him the gravity and the will against whoever will answer him. So what does that mean? It means the devil's gonna keep talking. And if you turn around and you listen to him, that means he meant to have you. He meant to have you because the devil cannot touch the saints. I already told you the devil fools the whole world except for the saints. Why can he not touch the saints? Because the saints are being led by the most high. Who's going to take the saints out of the hands of the most high? That's what Yahshua said in the New Testament. Nobody could take my mind away from me. Nobody, nothing can take mine out of my hands. Nothing. Nobody. So I'm telling you, even when the angel is saying here, the most high gave the devil, he granted him certain power to take his own. I already told you, the lions and the tigers can get to the herd by the weakest link. And that's what it is. That's how the devil does it. I'm going to keep going. Answer him not. This is the angel talking to Abraham. Don't answer him. And I did what the angel commanded me. I didn't listen to him. And whatever he said to me about anything, I didn't answer him. That's what Abraham said. The angel told me, don't listen to the devil, and I'm not going to listen to him. And guess what? Abraham was the friend of the Most High. What was happening over there with Terah and Nimrod and all those other people? They was worshiping devils. What did the Most High say to Abraham? Take your stuff and leave your family and come to the land where I told you to come. Why? It wasn't because of no fleshly woman. It was because the people over here is worshiping devils. And I'm going to send you over here and I'm going to build you up in a, such a way so that you could get everything you need. And that includes a woman. It wasn't because of a woman. The Most High is not driven by women. The Most High made women. He, he's not driven by flesh. The devil is driven by flesh. So Abraham was told to leave the devils over there and come over here where I told you to come. And that's what that's about. Now I'm gonna move on. As you heard above, when the devil talks and you start to listen, he has you under his influence and power. 
just like Eve. And then Eve got Adam. I already said it. The devil invades the minds of the average humans. But Yah's saints will not listen to the devil as the angel told Abraham, whether they know they are Yah's or not. Meaning whether Yah woke you up to be spiritually aware right now or not, soon he will. Because Yah did this all before the foundation of the world. Please remember that everything is contingent on the children of Israel and the Most High has already informed the children's forefathers, Abraham, I just said, and the forefathers have desperately tried to inform their progeny, their children after them, of the sinful behavior that they're going to be doing on this earth. Most high already told all the forefathers, oh, your children are going to be doing this, they're going to be doing that, oh, the devil's going to be having them going here, there, everywhere. And if you don't believe that, you better go to the testament of the 12 patriarchs. Every last one of those patriarchs saying, oh, y'all going to go down because y'all going to be listening to the devil. How does the devil work? He keeps talking, he keeps moving, he keeps putting certain things into play and you're falling for it. How is wickedness, what's the, what's the um, MO of wickedness or what's the characteristic of wickedness? Hold on. The characteristic of wickedness is hard-headedness, self-righteousness, and this is just a few. Rebelliousness, haughtiness, conceit, selfishness, okay? And it prompts other spirits um, like idolatry, jealousy and other fleshly desires that's what wickedness does now i have to say wickedness and not just the devil simply because there's more than the devil i already told you that when you go to the devil the devil the devil i explained to you that there's more than the devil if people never heard this before maybe they just don't know any better number one number two maybe they're just religious come out of her my people religion is the tool of wickedness because it's dogma what is dogma? You follow all of these traditions and all of these um, religions and all of this, um, uh, you know, rituals. You go through all these rituals. We are in the book of Deuteronomy. And when we were in those four books prior to Deuteronomy, you understand what the children of Israel had to do. You understand that the Most High say, I choose you this day. Did the Most High say this to anybody else in the world? In anywhere, in any scripture, I don't care. Even in other nations' scriptures, the Most High never said that. The Most High only said, I declare to you this day, and that's in Deuteronomy 26, chapter 26 and 27. It's actually in 27. But like I said, I read it last week, and today is June 29th. I read it. June 25th, when the Most High said, today I declare you my children, the Most High never, ever, 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 ever said that to any other nation. No other nation, no other nation. This is in the book of Deuteronomy. This is in the prophets. This is in the book of Ezra. This is in the book of Daniel. This is in the book of Jeremiah. This is in the book of Ezekiel. Chat. I could keep going, 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 going. I am telling you 
that the Most High chose the children of Israel. The Most High did not choose anybody else. The Most High um, chose the, Israel, the children of Israel. They came from a specific line. From that specific line came Abraham. Abraham was blessed, highly favored, ordained, sanctified. He is the father of many nations, not all nations, many nations, and those nations are blessed in various ways. Uh-huh. But the specialized one was Isaac. And from Isaac came Esau and Yaakov. The Most High loved Yaakov, who is called Israel. His name was changed by the Most High when um, Yaakov wrestled with the angel and won. The Most High blessed him. Okay? And he hated Esau. The Most High said, I love Yaakov and I hated Esau. And Yaakov and Esau was twins. Is it a special line? Yes. The Most High ordained, sanctified. Before the foundation of the world, a special line. No other line. No other line. The Most High said that Israel, Yaakov, who I changed his name to Israel, is the apple of my eye and everybody else is spit in the bucket. You better go to four Ezra, two Ezra. I am not talking out of my behind. Okay? I'm not talking out my behind. I am telling you that the devil fools the world and everything that is against the word of the most high. Seek me first, my kingdom and my righteousness, and everything will be added unto you. I am the way, the truth, and life. Nobody else could come to the most high, except through me. Any other way you come, you are a liar and a thief. This is the word of Yahusha. Even though it's not direct word, you know it's, it's um, roundabout scriptures I'm saying. This is Yahusha talking. There's a special people. And then there's everybody else. How is the devil fooling the world? And everything he says and everything he does all his influence, every time he keeps talking, you turn around and listen to him. He got you. I already ready. I already ready. Okay. Now I read to you who the devil was, and I gave you references from different scriptures. Now I have a lot of scriptures in different books I could give you, but this is enough for you. And I also told you what the methods are of the devil. And I quoted the apocalypse of Abraham, okay? And that gives you the meat of the methods that the devil uses. I also told you what happened with Adam and Eve. I told you what happened with Adam, uh, with Abraham and why he had to leave that wicked place. I already told you that the, um, Abraham is um, the sanctified friend of the Most High. Nobody else is considered the friend of the Most High except for Abraham. Who is Abraham? Abraham was the blessed one from Terah. Who is, who is Terah? Terah is the father of Abraham, who was one of the cabinet members of Nimrod in the land of Babylon. Abraham was meant to crush those nations. That's what the sign in the heavens was. That's why Nimrod wanted Abraham dead. But did he get his wish? No. And this also mimics, I already told you everything happens in the circle when Yahshua came, okay? When Yahshua came, 
and that king wanted him dead and killed all those babies trying to find uh, Yahshua. And Yahshua came to crush, baby, and he did, just like Abraham. This is a circle, baby. And what is a circle? Complete. Just like the DNA cell in your body, complete. A regular circle with another little melanated dot in it that, um, that regulates the whole human being. You're not going to play with me, baby. Okay? The most high is dealing with me, and I'm going to give you some information. I'm going to give you some mysteries. I'm going to give you something to think about. I'm telling you to turn from your wicked ways. Look how amazing the most high is. The most high is amazing. He's perfect. Number three. That's perfection. That's the most high's number. Number eight is new beginnings. And we're going to be in the number eight when the most high, who is Yahushua in the flesh, steps his foot down here. The beginning and the end is going to be at the same time for Ezra. Two Ezra's. I'm quoting books. This is where I'm getting this information from. So right now, I already explained to you who and what. Now, that's the end of uh, part one of this lesson. I already told you this lesson is huge. We've been talking uh, probably three hours. This what I'm telling you about who and what is three hours. This is why it took me so long to do this lesson. Now, this is part one. And you know, when I first, I first started doing this lesson, I said to myself, I wonder how long this is going to take. But I'm going to let the Ruach, I'm going, I'm not, I can't let the Ruach do nothing. But the Ruach is going to speak through me because the Ruach does what the Ruach does. I am just the vessel. I am just grateful. I am just highly favored. I understand my favor through the most high. I understand that. I am, I, I understand very well that favor and I am blessed and I am grateful for that favor. And I lift the most high on, I lift him up, his word, who he is and give him glory for understanding and wisdom, spiritual understanding and wisdom, which is Gnosis. So, like I said, this is part one. I will continue on, but I have to break it up in parts. So this is part one, and I want you to go to part two. Now, I'm not sure if I'm going to put everything together or just put it up in pieces, but if I do put it in pieces, it's because the lessons are three and four um, hours long. And remember, we are doing who, what, when, where, and how. And we only did who and what. So um, this is part one. And I will see you at part two. Hold on, I'm trying to cut this off. So I can. Hi, we have a new email address and it's cliffnoteqna 
at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. Cliff Note, one word, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. You can send me questions, comments, concerns, or even let me know how I'm doing. Thank you. Hi, if you like what you're hearing, please hit the follow button so you can be notified when a new lesson is available. You can also upload a question or take a poll for more of your favorite topics. Thanks for listening.